Welcome to 360 Timmy, the podcast with interesting people in 360 degrees. You can listen on all major music streaming services and watch on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Well, hello again, and uh, welcome to another 360 Timmy. Today, we're in the beautiful Herne Bay, walking along the coastal path, and my special guest today is Victoria Steers. Welcome, Victoria. Hello, thank you for having me. Good to see you. Now, Victoria is head of communications and marketing for a global sports institute and she's also a passionate sportswoman herself um, you can see on her instagram which we'll probably post the link to later sounds good very keen runner um, many achievements a keen cyclist enjoys water sport we're the perfect place for that as well i can I say know, right <laughs> and just generally all things sport so yeah. how lucky are you to have a job where sports involved. I feel very, very lucky. I mean, I didn't actually ever expect to work in sports. So um, my background is higher education. Always worked in a marketing capacity. Uh, and then last year, uh, my current organization came knocking and it sounded like a really exciting opportunity to be able to combine my two passions. So I'm a big yes person. So said yes, and uh, here we are. So what does that job entail then? So what, what does the, the organisation do? Yeah, so um, we are sports education. So we have degrees um, and also professional education for people that are interested in either advancing their career in the sport industry or starting their career in the sport industry too. Uh, we have a big focus on football, but we also um, look at other sports too. And we've got campuses globally. Um, so we're based in the UK, but we're also based in Australia and in America. America too. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, uh, and very active on social media, I guess, these days, yeah. inspiring all kinds of people and backgrounds to, into sport. Exactly. I mean, it's one of the fastest growing industries. Um, and there are so many different elements to that sports sector. So whether you want to work in a marketing capacity um, or whether you want to be a coach, an analyst, um, there's just something for everybody. That's really good. And so in terms of background you mentioned you were in higher education before so yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey there so um, as a child I always wanted to work in politics um, and so I did two degrees in politics I did an undergrad in politics and governance um, and a master's in international security and the politics of terror which uh, wow. is an interesting topic I always think that you should study what you're passionate about not that I'm passionate about terrorism <laughs> but you know um, but yeah, so whilst I was a student doing my undergrad, um, I did work for a, an MP for a short while who has actually since been in prison. Um, I'm oh, sure people can do their Googling and, and figure out who it might be. Crikey. Yeah, uh, and that convinced me that I didn't want to work in politics. Uh, and so when I graduated, my current university offered me a full-time position um, in their marketing department. And I thought, well, why not? And how do you, uh, I mean, in terms of uh, social media now, how do you keep across all the various platforms? I mean, in this month we've just had, we've had Twitter disappear and become X. <laughs> we've had threads appear from Instagram. I'm obsessed with threads. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's incredible, isn't it? But, but how do you literally keep across all those platforms? Is it, is it uh, one, one single portal that you post from or? Yeah, I mean, I used to be very, very dedicated and would focus everything on Hootsuite so that I could then just ping off the kind of messages that I want to convey to, to my audience. But these days I prefer to do um, more organic posting because I think if you're everywhere, you can never really give people your full attention. So um, 
I'm a big Twitter slash X person for just like falling into a dark hole, you know, and yeah. kind of getting my news from there as well, whether that's legitimate or not. Um, but actually Instagram is where I focus for the majority of my time. Um, and also LinkedIn as well, I find is very good for professional opportunities. Um, but Instagram is where I've really built a big following um, and is also part of a work that I do with ASICs as well as a front runner. So that's kind of what feels like home really. So that's where I like to, to focus the majority of my attention and just having one site to focus on is so much easier because all of these things are kind of hobbies as well for me. So. I think when it becomes a bit too regimented, it takes the fun out of it. And my number one thing with anything that I'm doing in life is, am I having fun? If the answer is yeah. no, it's a waste of my time. That's really important, actually, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, you've got a unique skill. I saw you posting on Instagram yesterday. You, you, do, some, you do something I can't do, well, which is running to start with, but <laughs> also running and talking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. You had the phone at a great distance. It was almost like you had a camera operated with you and your voice was flawless. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I will credit that to my Bose headphones that I had on as well. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I like to be able to talk with people whilst I'm running because, I don't know, I want it to feel like a normal activity for people. Um, and I want people to know like what is happening on that run because I think for so many people, like they might see me running races, etc. But it's important to see the training that goes in behind the scenes as well because no, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You don't just rock up at a start line. Although I have rocked up at a start line completely undertrained and it's gone horribly wrong. So I like people to see that I'm actually trying to make an effort. But it has gone terrifically great for you as well. You've, yeah. you've won a 20k Cannes-Nice yeah, marathon. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that was probably my biggest race win in terms of prestige. Um, I think that was two years ago. Um, completely unexpected. I mean, I... I sometimes win local races, which is nice because the pool is smaller um, to work with. And so, uh, you know, it depends who turns up on the day. But to win such a, a big international event with, I think, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was tens of thousands of runners. Um, yeah, it was a surreal moment when I crossed the finish line. So was, it, was that a holiday or were you out there for the marathon um, or a bit of both? bit of both so we're in the process of buying a property in the south of France at the moment it's somewhere that I consider to be my second home spent a lot of time in that French Riviera Monaco area growing up um, and so whenever there's a race over there I sign up to it and tell my husband that he's lucky I'm taking him on holiday each time he says oh it's not to run another race is it and I say yes it is but aren't you lucky because there'll be sunshine and and everything um, so yeah it's kind of a, a bit of both I try to focus on going places where there will be a race on but I'm partial to a holiday at the best of times. And that must be quite challenging because of the climate. Uh, I think you were saying on the, the run I saw you at, over the weekend you went out that particular time because you want to do a acclimise to the heat. Yes, so That's exactly. quite important if you're running. Yeah and unfortunately we've had such a cold summer in we the have. UK um, but usually my secret weapon is that I'm very very good in the heat. Uh, I don't know why, I don't know where that comes from, probably because I'm a bit of a beach lizard. Um, but yeah, I haven't really had that chance to heat train properly this year, but I've got a, a mountain race in Greece next month. And so it's really important that I'm putting in that effort. Um, so as the temperatures soar, I'll probably be going out with uh, long sleeve tops on just to get myself a little bit hotter as well and, and see how I cope with it. 
So does does doing things like cycling as well does that does that help or yeah. um, is, it, is there a chance you could you, you could strain a muscle for running? I mean uh, that you know you can tell I don't do this <laughs> sport thing, but well I'd say there's always a risk with anything. Um, I'm very prone to falling off my bike when I cycle, which isn't great. Um, fractured my leg during lockdown, falling off my bike. Oh crikey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to be careful, but. Um, I always find that it's good to mix it up a little bit. Like for me, if I was running every single day, I would A, be miserable, and B, I would be overtrained, I would be exhausted. I just, I wouldn't be a good athlete when I, it came to being on the start line. So um, I find it really beneficial to just run four times a week. I'm a relatively low mileage runner. Um, and then I like to complement that with a bit of cycling, um, a bit of water sports activity, some swimming every now and again. Used to be a triathlete, although it was a terrible triathlete, so tend to avoid it, like combined, but like to do each of the individual sports. Um, and also do a bit of strength training as well. I find that's really important and has helped my speed in recent years. So yeah, for me, I, I think having a full complement of different activities, if you can find the time, which is also an issue, um, I think that makes you a stronger and more bulletproof runner in the long term. So you, you've given some, quite some inspiring talk there. Do you do, you, do, you do this on your social media or um, YouTube or things like that? It's, sounds like something you could do quite well actually to <laughs> encourage others. And Thank you. Uh, well, I, I try to kind of build trust with the audience that I have on Instagram. Um, and I try to convey the right kind of messages and I think a lot of that is based on my own prior experience which I've had to live and learn uh, the hard way unfortunately that you know don't make the same mistakes that I made earlier on um, when I was a younger runner instead just enjoy yourself keep things balanced um, and yeah you know I, I try to communicate that message to people whether or not they hear me I don't know um, the some of the rapport that I've built up with people indicates that you know I, I feel like I've got a fairly balanced message going on which is great you seem to have some good locations to do it as well so we, <laughs> you know we mentioned the south of France yes here at home Bay, you can even you can see this today I mean oh, it's you've got everything you need don't you really around here yeah and you go to Wales a lot as well I can yeah. always see you on peaks doing doing those kind of challenges as well it's yeah so we've got a little place in the Brecon Beacons um, which is so so fortunate for us to have that we're just in the middle of nowhere in the national park and um you know you walk out of our front gate and you've got mountains on your doorstep so uh yeah you know i'm very very lucky to have all of these things at my disposal um and so it'd be a, a great shame if i didn't make the most of it absolutely so what's uh, what's ahead for you then you are you obviously do you set goals every every year to, in terms of your fitness and yeah i mean I always set out with a couple of goals, so like my favourite kind of distances are 5k on the road and half marathons in the mountains, and so I try to have loose goals um, to match those. Unfortunately, I've had an injury this year which I just haven't been able to shift. Um, it's my SI joint, in case anybody listening knows how to fix that. <laughs> um, but I've still managed to get quite a few PBs uh, despite that. But I would say that my running is operating at about 10% less power than what I would usually expect when I'm in races. So the goals that I set at the beginning of this year, um, I think I set that I wanted a, a sub 19 and a half minute 5K. And I actually managed to get that in Monaco in February. I managed to get 19.05, which I was so, so thrilled about. And it was completely unexpected as well. Um, and then the mountain race that I'm doing in Greece next month, um, I've won it for the past two years, so the goal was to always go back and kind of try to hold on to that title. 
Whether or not I'll be able to do that this year, I don't know. That's I've a only, lot of pressure, isn't it? It's so much pressure. And you know what? The pressure only comes from myself, right? Yeah. So I've got myself to blame. Um, I've only just started running on hills again. So whether I'll be able to do a mountain race justice, I just don't know. But I always think that what goes on in your head is more important on race day than what's going on in your body. And if I stand on that start line and say to myself that I can achieve whatever I want to achieve that day, that will go a long way. You know, if I wake up and I'm happy, that will mean I have a good race. Is there any sport you haven't tried that you would uh, <laughs> like to have a go at? I would love to try kite surfing, but my physio says that it's one of the sports that gives the most injuries, so I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to resist the urge, but people do it here all the time. Um, and whenever I'm out running and I see them doing it, I'm like, I really want to do that because I love anything on the water. Yeah. Um, big sailor as well and uh, yeah it just looks like so much fun but I have also seen this viral video where people were kite surfing and they just kept going up and up and up and up and because I'm quite light I just foresee that happening to yeah. me and I just disappear somewhere end up in France yeah well, well, not the I wouldn't complain <laughs> yeah ending up in Calais yeah. is probably Calais, that's not so, good, not so glamorous no. <laughs> lots of wind farms in between here yeah, and, yeah, and France exactly. I can I'll see get caught out somewhere. yeah 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 Oh, you, you're extremely lucky to have all the items to say. I mean, I can't get over actually what you've got here it's at, so you know, at your disposal, isn't it? Wasn't it? It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's super important. So uh, professionally, where, where do you see yourself going as well? So that's a really interesting question. Um, in my 20s, I was always really hungry to, to climb the career ladder and I did a pretty good job of that. But um, I had a health scare a couple of years ago, which resulted in having some surgery. It was a, a cancer scare and it kind of made me reframe everything. And so for me, that work-life balance is more important than climbing that career ladder now. So um, actually, like professionally, what's going to be really important is getting to a point where I can justify working four days a week instead of five, having longer weekends, but I can spend more time having fun. Um, I always want to work in the education sector because I think education is so important. It's a privilege um, to be able to work in that sector and to inspire people to to pursue education um, because it does transform lives. So it's really important that I'm always doing something that I care about and that feels meaningful, but to not have to work so hard, that's the goal. Yeah, that's a, well, that is, that's quite an algorithm, that, isn't it? Yeah, like, it yeah. looks like you've actually got that <laughs> mastered quite well, actually. I'm so. getting there, I'm getting yeah. there, which is important. But yeah, I, I don't want to be a corporate slave and I'm really lucky, you know, the organisation I'm in at the moment, um, it's fun to go to work. Yeah. which is also super important to me um but yeah I, I don't have any aspirations to continue climbing the career ladder i'm really happy with where i'm at that's really good yeah. well thank you for inspiring us today um, no i will put the link to your instagram so everyone thank can you. see uh, your activities and and uh, it is it's great to watch as well so yeah it, it maybe encourage even me to get out running so you should come and join me for i know a run. that would be fun wouldn't it i think i would get about 30 <laughs> seconds i think no I but think we walked this far haven't we exactly. so we've done all right haven't yeah, we? yeah yeah but no thank you very much no my pleasure and have a super day thank you you too Take care. thanks bye Remember, you can watch the video version of this podcast on youtube.com forward slash at 360timmy. Episodes are available in regular or 360 view. More links on 360timmy.com.